Zelda in Fote Podcast. Bum, 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 bum. Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. My name is Adam, as always, and the intro for this week is brought to us by Brandon. If you have any of your own theme song submissions or topics or anything of that nature, please send this to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. That's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Here's the news for this week. In Zelda news, are you obsessed with a third Zelda game like I am? Nintendo and Viz Media have partnered up to release a graphic novel version of the classic Link to the Past comics from Nintendo Power. The book will also be released on May 1st, and if you live in NYC, there's going to be a launch party with light refreshments and probably a cool-looking cake of some kind. Ever wanted to fight Morpha for real? A sea creature known as Pyrosum shares a striking resemblance to the dungeon boss from Ocarina of Time. Majora's Mask 3D is $5 off this week on Best Buy site. Amazon was quick to price match this, so if you were on the fence before, now it's a good time to save a few bucks. For our more stylish heroines, check out the two cool new dresses in the link down below. I personally recommend the blue dress. In movies and TV news, Daredevil premiered on Netflix this week and quickly had me asking for more. Critics gave The Blind Vigilante a 7.5 out of 10, while viewers gave it a lovingly rounded 9 out of 10, according to Metacritic. And we finally have a teaser trailer for the Batman vs. Superman flick. It's short and shows barely anything, but hey, it's progress. And uh, I think there's a also a, an Avengers clip showing Hulk fighting Iron Man in the Hulkbuster, which is pretty cool. Uh, in convention news, tickets begin to go on sale for BlizzCon 2015. MegaCon 2015 took this place in Orlando, and the only reason I care is because there was an amazing Skull Kid cosplayer there. Uh, this week, Star Wars Celebration took place in Anaheim, California, which featured a host of great booths, Q&A sessions, and art pieces all dedicated to a galaxy far, far away. In gaming news this week, Mewtwo joins the fray this week in Smash 4, but not without its errors. And someone took a closer look at the sound files and found music for Mewtwo, Lucas, and cur- more curiously, Roy from Fire Emblem and Ryu's Street Fighter 2 theme. GTA 5 finally launched their PC version this week to eager fans of the series. It's, a, it's like a Zelda game, but with guns and cars. Yeah. Weeaboos and anime fans rejoice. The anime answer to Smash Bros. J-Star Victory vs. Plus is coming to the West on June 30th. Ready for more fatalities? Mortal Kombat X released this week to a round total 8 out of 10 according to review resource Metacritic. And it's all about the story, baby. In a recent study by the ESA, more people play games for their story than anything, and graphics are usually overlooked almost entirely. Tired of going into battle without your feline friend? For a mere $500, you can get your kitty some battle armor thanks to an Etsy craftsman. We'll show you that more later. Thanks once again to our fan Brandon for that awesome opening introduction. Once again, my name is Adam, and this week I'm joined by... Hey, what's up, guys? It is returning fellow member Chris, your go-to guy for all the Star Wars news this week. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Chris. No problem, Adam. Hi, um, I'm Al, and I'm blue dabba dee do die. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go so well. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to work for Zelda Informer, although I have been slacking quite a bit. So, hey, there's going for a 16-year-old with responsibilities. Hey. Glad to have you with us, Hal. We missed you. <laughs> and last you. but not least this week... Hey, I'm Dan Jones. I'm a freelance artist based out of Orlando, and I'm 
working on a comic called Scribe, and uh, I love Zelda, so I guess that's why I'm here. <laughs> hey, all around cool us. guy. You say first and last name Dan Jones all the time. Yeah, you have to apparently. Yeah, you it's... always say Dan Jones. Why is that a thing? Daniel know. Johnson. <laughs> yeah, glad to join us. So, Star Wars Day was this week. Did you guys see the uh, the trailer, the teaser? Oh, no. Oh, I, I saw. No, I, I saw it. I'm sorry, Zelda fans. We're gonna start with this really quick because I just want to get this. Like, they all want to hear Star Wars. Oh okay. God, Hopefully. Yeah, guys. It gave me. I, that I go to Zelda for my fantasy kick, and I go to Star Wars for my sci-fi kick. No, that's just how it is. Literally, I was in my chair. I I was sure to like make sure I had the the stream on the big screen. They started out mm-hmm. Star Wars Celebration with a panel featuring J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy, who is the mm-hmm. president of Lucasfilm, also the producer of the film, and J.J. Abrams is the director, writer, producer. And like, You know what's interesting about the film? Go ahead. George Lucas was, like, not allowed to work on it at all. Well, Disney said no. Yeah, they... <laughs> I thought he said he didn't want to work on it. I mean, he sold the rights and everything to him, so, I mean, like... Yeah, but he him. offered to work on it, and they said no. Oh, he did? Yeah. Uh, I thought he was like, I want nothing to do with it. No, that. he wanted to do stuff to do with it, but they they know what he like, does. They they even gave, he gave them a script that like he's like, oh, this is what I had planned, and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna write our own. Well, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you wow. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. Yeah, that was in a news report uh, a few months ago, actually, like before we even saw oh, the man. teaser before November. Um, but uh, I mean. No harm, no foul. I think what they're doing with it is great. In fact, there's mm-hmm. been a huge response from the fans that, like, everything that we've seen so far and everything that we've heard mm. is, like, completely and, like, utterly, like, for, for the fans, by a fan. Because J.J. Abrams was, like, a fan way back when he saw one. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that is true. So, like, yeah. I don't know. I, it seems like they're doing pretty great. What they've shown is pretty amazing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I was excited. I'm still I'm excited. I'm still excited. Yeah, I I just watched it again right before we started recording. Dude, oh my gosh, I've, it's just I've so seen great. It like Twenty times today. <laughs> <laughs> I am not gonna. The, the, oh, all right, can we spoil it or no? Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. Let's let's. I mean, it's, it's a trailer. If you I if you like haven't watched it and you're interested, check it out below, and then I uh, just like pause it really quick, and you know, we'll come back. Okay, okay. Here is your pausing time. Like yeah. they opened anyway, up. Oh, they didn't even open up with a Disney logo. Thank God. Because I was really turned off at the fact that that they could just, happen. They just they opened up on Tatooine with oh. the um. Oh, oh like, wait, first things first. It's not Tatooine. They confirmed <laughs> okay, that it's the new sorry, planet Jakku. Sorry, Jakku. It's okay. Sorry, sure. Okay, they opened up with the uh, New Hope music at least. You know what I don't yeah. like? The speeder. They have the uh no not that it's the um the title they put the Force Awakens in the middle of it. Yeah. Oh. I don't like that. I mean, I, I I know I know it's kind of weird and old fashioned to me, but like I really like the way it looked before with the whole like it was you know, box and everything. And yeah, so. yeah, I liked how it looked before. I with mean, the whole, like we'll see. I, I'm not gonna so I'm not gonna, gonna let that. I had a nitpicking that I would be like hmm? nitpicking. You know that? <laughs> That's what I do. You know you know what we call nitpicking in Dutch? Ant nitpicking. Ah. Oh. I was gonna go. <laughs> well, <laughs> we just call literally. You are literally f***ing ants right now. Oh wait, you can't say that, Al. Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm so sorry. Wait, all right. Okay. I'm so sorry. Wait, let's just start. Hey, all right. I'll, in, I'll, I'll go myself. In the bye beginning bye. of the trailer, they open up to the the most glorious shot ever, which is the speeder going on by a crashed. Uh, X-wing first, mm-hmm. and then you see the the humongous star destroyer. 
Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, which quick thing about that? Did anyone like have flashbacks to uh? The- uh, the Force Unleashed games. Oh yes, yeah, of course, yes. dude. Of course, I love that that scene. <laughs> that was my first thought, but I'm like, eh, probably pulls down the much. Star Destroyer. I was like, they I finally think, made I think it they canon. Cut that from canon. <laughs> is it? I think it's cut from canon. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure movies. it is. But like, the, I'm like, oh, it's a possibility now that they just lied like, to us. I feel like J.J. Abrams, even though they cut things from canon, I feel like he still might put references into the original oh. like books. I feel and like yeah, that's oh, I feel like he's that's what they did with Kylo Ren. Definitely, like oh yeah, the new enemy. He, his mask is pretty much based off of Revan. I flipped when I saw that mask because it's it's a direct callback to Revan. Like, like it's, I I don't know what the actual I guess connection we should is, explain but who Darth Revan is for people who don't know. Darth Revan is a very 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 old Sith Lord in this canon. Uh, he's from the he's from a, that's a Knights of Old Republic, 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 and he he has his own book. Um, and I know this is kind of cutting it short with the Star Wars discussion, but the reason that this was so interesting to me, with like the whole, you reminded me, Chris, when you mentioned that they, uh, they took, they changed the books completely. Yeah. It reminded me of the news where, uh, with Viz Media and Nintendo releasing The Link to the Past as a, as a graphic novel now. Um, did you ever get, did you guys ever read those comics? I read, in, uh, uh, the Ocarina of Time ones. I uh, the okay. Force, I think they had Force Sword one, I think, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read. They had a Four Swords one, they had a Link to the Past one, I did they have a Minish Cap one? I feel like they did. I, I think they did. they did. I actually, I was in uh, this comic book okay. store the there other day. There was a... I saw that whole collection in one thing, so I'm pretty sure they had a Minish Cap. Mm-hmm. There yeah. was a Majora's one, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah there, there was. was. Uh, yeah, there was. Because I remember the Happy Mass Salesman. Okay, enough time was a double version. I actually always oh, okay. walk by them because in Brussels there's a ton of um, comic book stores and stuff. Really? I always see them in French, and I don't want to buy them in French. And then when yeah. I come across them at conventions, like the full box set in English, I just go, God, I wish 70 I euros? What the this and then i throw it away al with the cursing please you know what i just realized what if the translation from like japanese to english for legend of zelda like comes off bad to us what do you mean like do they make the game like japanese first and then english yeah yeah Yeah. like what if some things don't translate like as well as they wouldn't well they're not square enix they're actually going to get good people on it (laughs) i'm right Well, are you saying like in games in general? Well, I mean games and I mean, in the books as well. Like the comics have already been translated. Uh, basically, they're like, just collecting them and putting it together. Okay, I'm as just, one thing. As I, yeah, there's tons it. of things from one and two in Zelda that are mistranslated. That's true. That's true. That's not that's Even the like, hey, this town's in the east, or and it's or it's in the west, and it's in the east. Like that's <laughs> it. Kind of just adds to the game's difficulty and just makes it. Yeah. It kind of you know what it like, does. It also kind of creates this sort of interesting lore in the game where. Link is unwanted by the people because they don't even know what he did. To... Well, yeah, like I think in two, it's very obvious because especially they start talking about like the the eyes of Ganon or everywhere. Oh yeah, and, like, yeah, the eyes of Ganon. Some citizens are actually enemies, and they'll start like... attacking you and stuff. Yeah, it makes it makes it a very harsh environment. It makes it kind of like right interesting because no one really knows what Link did, but he directly affected everyone's lives for the better. Right. At least, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> whole lost in translation type of thing. I don't know. I mean, I'm it's glad. Actually because... a very, it's a very common issue with journalists. when Because um, journalists, English oh, journalists yeah. especially, are, are incredibly um, reliant on their translators. And often oh, yeah. these translators form it to their own good. And sometimes PR just goes mental with um, the kind of stuff that gets said throughout the translations. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. Nintendo like, has had that one guy who translates full... pretty well for them. What's his name? Bill Trennan, I think, Bill is a Trinan, translator yeah. for... Yeah. Uh, oh, is he a translator? I thought he was just a... 
No, well, he, he translates. Yeah, as well. he he also translates. Part of his job. It's it's interesting News to me. He yeah, used to be the E3 translator. Like he, he, he doesn't. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Reggie. He was also, oh, right. They appeared okay. in um, uh, Miyamoto was actually in like a Smosh Games, the YouTube channel, uh, episode, and uh, the mm-hmm. translator, what's his name, uh, Bill was there, and oh was, yeah, 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 he was talking for Miyamoto, so it was really weird. Okay, I remember him doing that. It's kind, of, it's kind of cool because Bill and and Miyamoto are just like these big powerhouses and like kind of rock stars in my mind. Are they? So like <laughs> they kind of they kind of like forced to work together all the time in the U.S. and it's like yes. <laughs> I, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a band that has to play together. I don't know. It, like I'm not I'm not I'm assuming they like each other. Obviously, I think Bill wouldn't. That kind of sounds does. like an unfortunate like chain of. Chain no, of no, no, no. More just like if you see one, you're gonna see the other one, and that's exciting. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. It okay. just like it's kind of like. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So, <gasps> I guess you see Bill running as well. Oh, yeah. boy! I can't wait. Speaking of, did weird... you ever see the stuff for uh, Tomodachi Life? What do you mean? Where it was. Uh, like the trailers had Bill Trennan, Reggie, Miyamoto, yeah. and uh, old dancing around uh, the virtual oh. boy. Yeah. Uh, there was like another guy I can't remember his name right now. Aonuma. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was it was like all of them in the game like interacting together, and then like they went out in like in real life. <laughs> What? I, think I don't know. I liked it. It was great. That's, that's the end of that. I don't story. remember that trailer. That <laughs> oh just yeah, too no, I remember cliche. that with uh, with Sakurai it and Iwata. That's, yeah. That just sounds like a clear I think, no. They was, should have um, their own sorry. sitcom. Like, like they're all living in an apartment and together, just like, Reggie, why'd you do this? And just like, well, come on, Miyamoto. Like, and like, have laugh it. tracks. It'd be like friends, Adam. Did you guys. Did you write a script for that, Adam? For what? Oh, yeah. Um, During our Reggie Informer period, I wrote a script where Reggie basically made a sitcom starring him and a lot of other Nintendo <laughs> higher-ups. Um, and he did not like Aonuma because he hated that he is in charge of the, uh, the Zelda games and he wanted that job. Yeah, I think actually, I think I mentioned to you the other day, like, I didn't like the whole idea of Reggie Informer, but, like, that's probably the one idea, like, I like that whole thing. Like, <laughs> oh, man, I just think something like that could work, especially in, like, Paris. They could use it for marketing and, like, they would get so much money. The backing, the the backstory on it that I imagined, I imagined like a whole thing for it. But Reggie originally wrote it, so that's just him talking to different versions of him. Oh, but then when they made them change him, change it to uh, like changes you know, add more people. Well, no, they were like we we don't want it to be too too heavily focused on you, and uh, so he had to change it and add people. Oh, so those are the people he added. <laughs> Adam, he seems uh, like I... such a fun guy. I just gotta Reggie? say, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I bet he, no he's. Did you see the uh, the the amiibo the the Link amiibo that he? Uh, oh no! Did a Photoshop I, I of? Oh yeah. Well, uh, I don't know who they got to do this, but uh, someone at Nintendo um, took a picture of Reggie with a sword and shield and doing the the pose of the the Link amiibo, and so people were freaking out about that a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've ever seen that photo circul- circulate around. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like it, it, that's great. You know, Adam, when like mm-hmm. when my amiibo post for Reggie Informer went live. If you did, we weren't credited for it, but I wrote that one. Um, Which one? The the amiibo post, you know, the executive line. Oh amiibos. yeah, yeah, yeah! I had a lot um, of fun making those with you. Yeah, you you did. But <laughs> I like in the aftermath when it was live, I realized, no, sorry, we didn't do Aonuma. Yeah, I, I realized that we forgot Aonuma. I just like to think that we we with unintentionally we made a whole like backstory where Reggie just doesn't like Aonuma. <laughs> 
and <laughs> that's my canon. There's like Speaking... three. There's three Reggies. Reason for that being is there's three Mario's in uh, the actual Amiibo line. Like yeah. Speaking of uh, fan fiction, uh, did you guys uh, see that Vernon Shaw's fan fiction is finally coming true? Oh. That we're actually gonna have Goku versus Naruto and all those things going on, dude. Really? Well, <laughs> we all right. I don't know about you guys, but way back in the year 2007. There was a DS game that actually came to the America as like a an import uh, to Best Buy, and it was still in Japanese. It was called um, it was called Shonen Jump Stars, or not Shonen Jump Stars. It was called um. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It was, yeah, it was called Jump Stars, and it had all those yeah. characters just in like, in, it was just on a, a 3DS game, not 3DS game, a DS game. My mistake. And so I would play it, not knowing what How I was doing, because everything was in Japanese. And I'm like, oh, this is great. I could literally be Naruto in one second, then, like, change my character to Goku and go fight some other people. And they would have, like, these little missions and stuff like that. And the game was great. And then when I heard about J-Star's Victory Versus, which was a few, like, maybe two years ago when it came out in Japan, I was like, oh, my God, I need to get this imported to the U.S. Because, like, the PS3 yeah, is, is, like, without, uh, what was it? Uh, DRM? Not DRM. It's, like, it's not region D- locked. Oh, yeah. It, 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 isn't, isn't it? It's not the PS3 is not region locked. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I was gonna huh. I was gonna get the game over. It was just eighty dollars, which I didn't want to spend on a dang game. But when I saw the trailer yeah. that they're making an American version, you know like, what's interesting? Sweet. Price actually matters a lot to people. I was reading that ESA thing that I uh, I was talking about earlier. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk about that because I like, I feel like I disagree. Or I, I, maybe not disagree, but I feel like I'm you not opinions. Good things to the... say. <laughs> average market i guess i would oh not sorry the, average the entertainment software association uh but yeah they said that 15 percent of uh uh the f- in terms of factors influencing decisions to purchase video games uh price is about 15 percent of the decision making process i would probably agree with that <laughs> only 15 yeah i mean well, what I-, I i think it is i think I, I think i agree on that just because like i've definitely at least with steam i've definitely looked at a game and been like i want this but i'm not ready to put that much money into it. I mean, Adam, Indeed. that was my yeah. decision-making into buying uh, the Skyrim Legendary Edition. I mm-hmm. It was like, it had been $60 all year. So I was like, this is... Yeah. I don't want to pay $60 for a game that's been already like out for like two years already. But then the summer sale came out, and then the game mm-hmm. ended up being $15 with all its DLC. So I'm like, okay. now, now I didn't see that sale. I missed out. It was Yeah, it was happening this past summer. Um, oh, dang it. And yeah, no. So I grabbed it. I was like, oh. Finally, I can finally play this game on my PC. That's another thing, by the way. Like the 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 difference of like ten bucks or like five bucks being the like full version versus the the normal version. Mm-hmm. I'll always I'll, well, I'll spend the extra mean, five bucks full version as with in... extra DLC, extra content uh, okay. of some like sort. legendary editions and such. Yeah, I'll I'll go the distance and spend the extra five bucks. Well, um, I mean, if it's a lot of DLC, then yeah. But if it's like character skins, then yeah. it won't really matter. I mean, people spend a lot of money for just, like, basic little add-ons that don't really yeah. amount to much. Like, uh, the Majora 3DS. Um, I mean, people spend a lot of money on that. Like, more than... Dan Jones. And I don't mean, like... <laughs> did you get one, Dan? <laughs> I did. Uh, my roommate actually saw one of the deals, so he picked me one up and Aww. I just paid him back. But, talking yeah, I'm about, pretty excited. Talking about putting down extra money. Around. What happened? Who's read about the Mortal Kombat stuff? Oh, yeah, I read into like, that a little bit. Oh, the, the easy fatality yeah, stuff? Yeah, easy fatality mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know. 
Whatever. If people want to spend money on that, go ahead. Yeah, uh, it's like, just that it doesn't belong in a full price game. For those who don't know, game. what it, what is the easy fatality thing, Al? Oh, it's basically instead of having to put the code in, which is a trademark of the Mortal Kombat series, which mm-hmm. has been going throughout the entire series, uh, like a hard code that you need to remember to perform a special yeah, yeah, move yeah. whenever you get a character low on health. Um, yeah. Now they added an easy fatality mode, and basically it's like tokens that you buy. And it's twenty cents per token, five oh, tokens for a, for a buck. Transactions. Yeah, microtransactions oh my, oh, in a wow. full price. Twenty 60... bucks. Twenty. Wait, I'm sorry. Twenty cents to do one move in a game. Yes. And wow. um, it's in a full price sixty dollar game that you have to buy first, and oh then there's God. another sixty dollars day one DLC Ooh. that you can add onto that. I'm. Can you imagine in Zelda if they made you like to get the fire rod, you have to pay three bucks? Like, exactly. well, no, no, wait, wait. No, no that was rapier. It's not like a you can't do fatalities if you don't pay it. You yeah, just exactly. have to do them normally. Yeah. This just allows you to be like, push a button, and I did a fatality. But is it just one time, or is it like, is it you you buy? I one, think if you use a token, once. it's like it's gone. Oh, but you, yeah, that's microtransactions. That I'm not yeah. for at all. That's something. which is funny because like, uh, why not though? Because it's not taking away anything. It's no. not taking anything away from the game. That's true. No, yeah. but it's I like... Because it's not like it's going to make the fight harder or easier. It's just, hey, I want to see a cool fatality, and I suck at the combos. But it doesn't really belong. Then get good, game. kid. Get good or get wrecked. I mean, I mean, the reviews for this <laughs> game have been really... The reviews for this game have still been really good. I mean, Game Informer spoke highly of the game in the review yeah. with, uh, quote, Mortal Kombat X is more than the continuation of NetherRealm's successful vision for the franchise. It's one of the best fighting games in years. Yeah. I mean, there's I no doubt about that. Smash Bros. That's probably, I mean, Smash Bros. is good, and Mortal Kombat's known for being equally as good. And they're that's good true. in their own senses. But I mean, like, mm-hmm. well, no matter what type of fighting game or anything, I just don't feel like, I feel like uh, microtransact- microtransactions were just meant for, like, mobile things, preferably on, like, cell phones, not something yeah, you want to put in, like, put in, like, you know, consoles or things you spent, like, $80 on, $60 on. People buy collector's editions for $120, and then they'll, they still expect you to, like, oh, hey, if you want, we're going to offer you this. Like, it'll... Well, How much would you guys pay I... for a Link DLC in Mortal Kombat? Uh, like... Look, <laughs> but there's a difference between DLC and Because Link's been in a few fighting games. He's been in... He's, Soul Calibur. He's traveled. Yeah, Soul, he's traveled Calibur, around the world yeah. a little bit. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to see him in Mortal Kombat. Sure, but there's a difference between microtransactions and DLC. I mean, for yeah, example, yeah, the new Mii Fighter costumes in Smash Brothers, like you can, are uh, all DLC, DLC, are all DLC. You, you pay once, like a euro seventy or something like that, and you get it forever. Mm-hmm. This is twenty cents, and then it's gone. But it's still like I, I, I honestly don't see an issue with this at all. <laughs> I mean, I guess except, I just don't like, think it belongs there. It seems that then don't do it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like, sure. That's like you, the end of it. Is, but... It's kind of like, remember how when we were younger, like if you played a game, you could enter cheat codes. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, but you, it's a cheat. But code. you knew the yeah, cheat but codes. Yeah, but it's it's cheat codes. But instead of entering buttons and like finding a secret password or something, you put money in the no, me- but, in the machine. But like the re- but you can I would, still enter I would the still, passcode. Yeah, I would still feel like the the regular fatalities, like knowing that combo, that's like knowing the cheat code. Mm-hmm. Like, and your your reward is seeing the fit, the fatality. Like that's. Oh, that's the wicked cool thing. But I mean, this is the equivalent of buying the game genie instead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm all for it. I think it's a smart idea. I mean, right. I, I'm not saying it's not a smart idea. I'm just saying from it's just another way for them to make money. Like yeah. you're not gonna and make I, enough already. 
And I mean, you you have a good point. It doesn't really affect the overall game, yeah, but like, it's not going to change the fight. Yeah, it's and, not going to affect skill whatsoever. It's just, hey, I suck at doing a fatality, and I want to see a fatality when I you win. know, like, I mean, you get like essentially ten, ten what it is. Yeah, no, I do too. Like, I and you don't want to learn. They're get like, good yeah. or get wrecked. I mean, I could never do it. I played Mortal Kombat two and three on the Genesis for as long as I can remember, and I I could never get them to work. Good. I think I did smell, the Liu Kang's Dragon one like once. Wrecked. Uh, R e k t. Sorry to switch subjects, but this reminded me of uh, just the idea of you know things that people will spend money on, but don't really affect the overall gaming experience. Like you know, people will collect like Transformers, uh, like ro- robot figures. They'll collect like uh, merchandise from the Zelda series. I've seen a lot of people on the Facebook group and uh, on the site who have shown their, like, a massive collections of Zelda stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you guys, like, do, what do you guys think of the, the the collector mindset? Does it make you a bigger fan to, not to say, like, oh, money matters, but rather, mm. like, if you can acquire these things, does that make you a bigger fan because you're spending more time into that? Or oh, going into matter dangerous territory? I mean, you're collecting I like, more dust if that makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah, but, like, I feel like sometimes when I'm talking to people and I, like, they're like, what do you have? Like, you know, like, it, it matters to people, like, that you collect things or, that, like, that somehow verifies your fandom to have things I th- that no. surround the game. For me, I think it's I more, like, it knowledge you- around the subject and how much you know, like, if yeah. I were talking to someone about Zelda, I'd be like, Oh, so what's your idea on this theory of like that? You know, was derived from the Hyrule Historia based off of the information that the the newer information. I feel like that's a conversation you can have about, and that's more of a fandom than like, oh, yeah, look at my Majora's Mask, look at my my armband that I I made out of oak wood and cheese yeah. and like <laughs> I agree with that. oak wood and cheese. I want an oak wood and cheese armband. That sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah. I get really hungry. Exactly. I need to light a fire. Like look at my two things at look once. at my uh, pretend sword I got from Target. Like I even know it's probably not licensed at Target. Um, I just feel like collectors, as fan, as much of a fan they are, they like maybe they're more physical fans than they are like you know. Okay. Ones. You know, I feel yeah. personally offended as collectors. So yeah, I'm gonna best you, Chris, on Twitter. Uh, you know, Al, <laughs> get good or get wrecked. That's my new saying, guys. Well, that's gonna be your description for this. G U D R E K T. I mean, when you don't have necessarily the funding, a lot of people like to uh, resort to, like, making things that they can, like, with their hands or with, like, Which art or something cooler. like that. Like, Dan, you recently made the, uh, for, I think it was a commission, uh, for a uh, Smash Bros, like, it was a oh, yeah. all characters. Yeah. Can you tell us a little about that? Um, so, I'll just, I'll, I'll plug him. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Game Theme Things. Uh, my buddy Mitch runs it, and it's like they do the vinyl printing for like DS covers and okay. stuff like that, um, and stickers, and and he he commissioned me basically for the Smash Bros. cast, um, and so mention, I went about doing that, and not not to mention I've seen I've seen the little snippets of some other ones that you've done. Can I get an official Dan Jones decal on my on my 3ds? <laughs> yeah, you can. Sweet. Uh, his he has a site up. Um, I think his Twitter's at Game Theme Things. Okay, um, we'll link it down below if you're, you're yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to check it later. But uh, yeah, it's uh, he's a he's a really great guy. Um, well, and I started Etsy doing like the um, Chris, I think it might be run through Etsy. I'm not we'll, sure. We'll, we'll link it down below if he has a store online. Things you can check it yeah. out at. Yeah. Uh, but Dan, it was it was cool because I saw that Nintendo picked it up and they, they yes, were retweeting. Oh my gosh, I yeah. was. I remember Freaking seeing out. it. I messaged you. I'm pretty sure a lot of people messaged you, and everyone was freaking yeah, out about it. Every like, 
I got emails, like people called me. Like, <laughs> it was insane. It's really. I was insane. very excited. I missed the story. Wait, tell me, tell me, one more yeah. time. So, uh, so like Nintendo's like official Smash Bros. page, they like uploaded and linked to like my work. Um, so like they linked to my Tumblr, and they linked like to that direct image, but they posted up the thing. Did you like, see like a? We love this fan art and. Did you see a big like? Uh, did you see kind of a boost in your in your followers in some degree? Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> dude. That's what it's about. It's about yeah. the followers. <laughs> totally. That's no. Yeah, it dude, was that's great. Really great. That's awesome. No, I'm, I mean, I'm glad uh, that people recognize you for your work because I really do like your your stuff. I, I saw you once online. That's actually how we started talking. Was because I saw some yeah. cool stuff, and then I saw you said something that was really funny and got me interested. Uh, uh, you uh, your opinions on uh, spirit tracks. <laughs> oh, so it's it's actually my opinion is on Hourglass. Was it Hourglass? Okay, I'm I sorry. still haven't played Spirit Tracks because right, right. of how much I hate Hourglass. <laughs> wait, 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 tell me. All right, it's the only Zelda I have not beaten. Dan, with, I, uh, I have a lot Spirit of fond Tracks memories is. with with Hourglass, so I want to I want to know this. Okay, so granted, one I'll say right now, I played it when it came out. Okay, so my. My memory is not that great on it because I did not like it. I did not ever return to it. Okay. Um, I've actually been trying to play it for the past month to actually like break down what I don't like about it, mm-hmm. and I just don't even want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I really dislike it. I um, hate Hourglass, but just, I love. Really I don't know tracks. what they were thinking with the controls. It's an abomination. <laughs> like, and not even just okay. Like, we're- I'll get over. That you have to move with the stylus or whatever. You have to move the but stylus. It's, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're, they're, what they were trying to do with the game is that, like, all right, this is the first Zelda th- DS game, so let's make mm-hmm. use of all the DS's mechanics and such. Let's get, let's, let's play with the gimmick. Exactly, exactly. Instead of making it like it would have been cool if it was controlling with the the directional pad and then use the yeah, stylus for I, like an I item. I think I'd love it if it was. I just, it's a nightmare to play, and and you have to tap on enemies to attack them. Or it's so weird, and you have to make circles on the edge of the border to roll, which huh? That's weird. That's a nightmare. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Hmm. <laughs> it's I don't know. Just the that... controls is obviously the most off-putting thing to me, and then there's also the fact that how many times you have to return to yes. the temple. Or that the, is probably the worst I don't even part remember about the name of it. Marvelous. It's like Ocean Temple. Is that the one with the, star- the spiraling King. staircase? It, no, 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 no. That's Spirit Tracks. Ocean I'm King just making Temple. sure. It's, Ocean King it's basically like this seven-layer dungeon, mm-hmm. and you're timed every time you go through it. Oh, no. And you go, like, the first time you go through it, you just do the first floor, and then you get, like, a, a map mm-hmm. to go somewhere else in the world. Yeah. And then the next time you come back, you just do the first two floors. So you have to do the first floor again, and it's still timed, and you do this seven times. And it gets a little harder with harder enemies that go faster, walk faster, and you need to carry stuff that makes you go slower. Oh, and my God. Like, uh, and if you don't do it in time, it just warps you back to the front, and you have to do it again. Man, and I complained about Skyward Sword being terrible. Yeah. Wow, um, I can't well, I name. thought it was fun and a new experience. <laughs> I will say, um, one thing I will give the game props to, uh, there are a lot of really fun and... Uh, unique boss fights in the game. And I really love how they actually use both screens as a full camera. There's like the two-headed dragon that you have to like you have to use your hook shot to make uh, like a line barrier to bounce back his fireball. Oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah, it was probably one of the most unique. It's the most memorable battle of any Zelda game, I I think. 
No, there's like this really? big clockwork knight that you have to like break his armor, and then he like falls apart because he's just like this skeleton husk oh, that's thing. Cool. I don't know, the last the boss fights are pretty good, except for the first boss fight, which is really oh, bad. Oh, dude, the, the first boss fight was like, well, wasn't it like a blown up thing? A blown up one of those? No, it was like this little mage guy who split into three little mages. Oh, I, I forget. And then you boomerang the three mages <laughs> little and mage attack. Little mage? That's it. I call the mini mage. Mini mages. Mm. <laughs> like mini mages. You know, I'm sitting here going, I have no idea what they're talking about. I gave up on Phantom Hourglass when I had to do this Ocean yeah. King temple the second time through because I just went, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. I, I will it, say, it took me a long time to get it, through when I first played it. It took me a while it. to beat the game when, yeah, when I first got it and stuff like that because I would always have to go back. Oh, I think I beat the... No, actually, I I think what it was, I, I put the game down for a little bit to give myself some time because I was playing like Star Fox Assault as well for the DS. <laughs> I know that's fun, um, and then I got it back, and I realized I was on the very last boss. Uh, you were fighting um, uh, that that big pseudo armor. Oh, the your the the knight. Yeah, and he took over like your uh, your partner in crime. I forgot his name. Yeah, he he takes over the fairy, the, the pirate guy. And oh, that's that's a pretty cool boss fight too, because so like you know how they have the two screens on the DS or whatever. Yeah. Like the top screen is a back view. Of the night you're fighting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. And then, like, the bottom screen's get... just you. Because you have to... Basically, you have to stop time um, when his eyes open. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of I've seen that on a video, I believe. It's kind of like... Like, it's a pretty easy boss fight, but it was kind of cool, like... Cool mechanic, they presented yeah. it. Yeah. But the, the thing... I'll give it that. The... I'll give it that. Cool boss fights. The thing with Spirit Tracks is that it uh, takes Spirit the good... Tracks. Garbage. Good elements of <laughs> it takes oh, the no. good elements of Phantom Hourglass, which is the quirky boss fights and the quirky kind of, uh, you know, I, mm, the controls are different, and they're annoying to begin with. But after a while, you m- would get used to them. Um, hmm. the, the 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 thing that backs up Spirit Tracks is just that it has the good elements from Phantom Hourglass, but then it adds the uh, mechanic of Zelda in the game. Because Zelda is actually helping you for once. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, so she she likes, she's not like frozen in time like she was in Outlast. No. Exactly. Uh, she I actually, like that. Like... I always liked that because it was a really cool sort of like, you know, it's like a buddy cop movie yeah, with Zelda. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. And, but like the synergy between the two is also Spirit good. Spirit in the hat. There's barely ever... Would... <laughs> <laughs> There's barely ever good synergy between Zelda and Link. Like... What do you mean? Never. But when do you ever see them bond, except for in Skyward Sword and Spirit Tracks? What about uh, Wind Waker? Uh, you don't think that uh, Tetra and Link was a... Yeah, I think, Waker... they, I think they have a sense of bonding, but, but it's not a major Waker, story. You don't element. know the Tetra okay. Zelda for a really long time. But even, like, so you don't know she's Zelda, she's still Zelda. Yeah, like, okay, so she they are still, bonding. She's still Zelda. It's just, I, th- I don't think the game focuses on it, because oh, it's okay. like... Why would I want to be friends with this pirate kind yeah, of thing? Exactly. So and Tetra X like, very hostile in the beginning as well and just launches you at this fortress thing. Yeah. She wears yeah. a red right. scarf and a blue vest. <laughs> Dumb. Adjusts <laughs> tunic. Oh, with your lightning hair. Oh, yeah, that's real cool. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here with my pointed cap. Dude, you I know, would love to have Tetra in the new Smash Brothers. I don't know if you guys. <laughs> it, I don't I've, I've heard a lot of people request that one. Yeah. Tetra or Toon Ganon. Mm-hmm. I mean, two Ganon, eh. But Tetra... Eh, two Ganon's indeed. already... It, well, I mean, we already have Ganondorf when you already have... Uh, and that's really all you need. 
Just get in it's, it's such a shame that they said that Midna couldn't be added because I think Midna would work really well. Assist trophies, man. That's, that's Dude, assist trophies. Where did they say they Midna wouldn't be added? But uh, do you know what character I was interested to see? Did you guys see the uh the someone look through the files that came with the update? I I did. Uh, Mewtwo. So uh, we're gonna talk about Mewtwo in a second, but they they had uh background music for uh Street Fighter Two's Ryu. That which is I really weird. And that's super cool. And Roy from Fire Emblem. Things. So, do you guys think they're going to be in the game, or do you think there's going to be like a stage based on them? Is this going to be oh. Nintendo versus Capcom finally? Okay, so Chrome. I, I actually thought about this the other day because I just Chrome. updated my game and I got Mewtwo, my 3DS, and my, my Wii U. Something Chrome. I noticed about the 3DS version is that, you know, when we got, um, when you unlock new characters during like the gameplay, uh, the, you know, your icon shift, all the characters they shifted when they added more. So, like, yeah. you could see, like, the layout was weird. I know this is a really far-fetched kind of idea because, you know, they could easily change the sizes of anything if they want to add whatever characters. But the way it's organized after I got Mewtwo is that they were each in, like, uniform slots of nine. Like, nine by however many it were. So, on the very bottom slot, there were four positions left that were open that, like, until, like, the DS would reach... The, the characters would reach, like, both, like, top screens of my DS. Like, or the size of... Oh, there would, it would be full, essentially. Yeah, it would be full, pretty much. So I mean I know they could easually just like scale them all down for the yeah. next when Lucas or like for but the next. But it seems one. unlikely that they'll do that. Exactly. So I mean, there's so you think it's just we have four slots left. Exactly. And two of them are already gone, or three of them three are already of them. gone. If I mean, if oh you think about God. it, it would be Lucas would be gone. Then if Ryu and Roy it's were Lucas, included, Roy and Ryu. So there's one slot left. And that one slot would be the the, the Is character smash that we would vote. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So I mean, that, oh, this just got tricky. Exactly. So that <laughs> might. That, you know, like I said, it's a far-fetched idea, because they could hmm. usually rescale, like, the icons and be done with that, and so I might look like an idiot, but, you know, I'm not so sure that... It's not a bad theory. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, think well, it would be well, so bad of an idea either. Vote it would suck if we only got four more Smash characters. Bros. I would like more. Vote who? Dopefish. I don't know who that is. Dan, who did you want in the game? Did you want, like... I think I saw... You, My, so, you did the, a whole, like... The person I voted for was Simon <laughs> Belmont. Yes, um, we've talked about this. Did you only vote once? I only voted once. The, the thing says only vote once, so I don't want to be a... Yeah, so, I, I voted once, too, even though it was like for a vote that, you know, um, really... I, vo- oh. I have, I have like, a top ten list. Yeah, I voted three times. I'm an idiot. Here, I'll go through, I'll go through my, my, t- my top ten. You have it written down, right? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, we all have it written down. <laughs> right, well, yeah, yeah. well, I did. I was doing art for all of them, so that was why. All right, so I've got I in no particular order. Oh. Um Shovel Knight, Simon Belmont, Banjo Kazooie, King K. Rool, Kumatora, Rayman, Professor Layton, Gino, and Crash Professor Bandicoot. Layton, I really hope that character gets upvoted a lot. Professor Layton is a good one. I like that one. Just it, I was deciding cool. between him and uh Phoenix Wright. Well, Phoenix Wright's already in Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, so I think that's why I went with Layton. <laughs> Chris, was it you that mentioned Layton? Yeah, and you said like his final smash could be something like this reminds me of a puzzle, and just like I just uh, that's stuck in my head now. I just imagine him Dude, like just in like it would be cool because like you'd smash like your thing and like puzzle pieces would like fly and the characters go, or he turns the entire like screen into a puzzle like a like a board of puzzle pieces and he can pick out one and that's like an explosion that like knocks people away and could possibly KO something. But Adam, yeah, I'm blue. Dabadi Yes. All right. Honestly, <laughs> see, I I I, I completely mess up my jokes because I laugh at them and I'm an arrogant 
piece Rule of number one. It's all right. So. Never laugh at your own jokes. Rule I can't two, help it. Please, always laugh please. at your own jokes. I laugh at myself. No, way rule too number much. one is uh, never talk about I laugh at you too, Dan. <laughs> Jinx! Don't talk about fan club. <laughs> no, but like, um, I really yeah, feel, I feel like professional would be a really good fit. But yeah, as, uh, as far as. You two already joined. What? So. Did you guys get in U2 yet? Uh, I got uh, the code. I... Like, I woke up one morning, and I looked at my phone. Oh, look, email. And I open it, and it's like, hey, here are your download codes from U2. And I was like, neat, and went back to sleep. Yeah, that's how <laughs> I did it, too. And I haven't <laughs> redeemed them yet. My roommate and I, like, paired together to get our codes, and I, I let him register on his, and and we still haven't gotten them yet. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if he's lying to me. Actually, <laughs> that's the worst uh, part. I got to battle Porter last night and another friend, and it was uh, pretty fun. Uh, I realized Mewtwo is not all that fast. He's very slow. He's kind of like Ganon slow. Really? Yeah. Um, I also heard he has really. Weird... I was, I fought a few, and they were combo city. Really? I heard this uh, weird glitch that if you beat ten man Smash with all characters and then beat it with him and then try to play online. It uh, corrupts your yeah. save file. You won't go online yeah. anymore. But it's uh game breaking. The if you guys know the competitive Smash scene at all, uh Pro Smash player Mewtwo King uh had his own comments on the uh the release of Mewtwo. He said, I'm gonna learn him, but I don't think he's great so far. He's super light, down throw doesn't combo, and confusion doesn't combo. His skill throws are the best thing about him, but it's nowhere near as good as Ness's back throw. I can see Mewtwo being good if you get quick up smash kills though, so I'll give it a good chance. Not the best first impression for me, though. So kind of mixed feelings. And I think that's huh. what I've seen so far, is people are saying either he's pretty good, or he's, eh. Yeah, I've seen a lot of, like, glass cannon stuff. He was at the yeah. um, the Smash Bros. Uh, Invitational at E3 last year, right? Mewtwo King? I think so. Yeah. I, I, Why I, wouldn't he be? Um, actually, I, I don't know if he was, because I was looking for him, and I didn't see Let me him. See. Was Azen there? I'm sorry? Azen? The, uh, the, the Yoshi player? No, I don't no, think I Yoshi was there. I know Ken was there. I know uh-huh. uh, who's the guy that plays as uh, Zero Suit Samus. Uh, yeah, he's he from was. like Peru. He I was, think he uh... actually won. Oh. No, wait, hold on, let me see. Was Mango there? Uh, Mango was probably there. They, right? they, I think that the guy who plays as... Mango was not. Mango no, was not Mango there. Wasn't. They didn't invite him. I think oh. it's because uh, he's kind of uh, he's kind of foul mouth, and he has a lot of tattoos and stuff, and he's not really the he's not he doesn't know how to be polite. Hmm. Uh, he's not a bad. I like he's a bad you, guy. How you, like, but he's very tattoos and stuff. He's very out. He's very outrageous in the way he speaks. Did you guys see the, the Smash time. Brothers he... documentary series? Oh wait, I I, I have all the people who are listening. It was uh, it was Peachime, Hungrybox, DJ Nintendo, Milk Tea, Zero Hugs, PPMD, Toff, Christmas, Ken, Pew Pew U, Mac D, Ama- M- I'm pronouncing this wrong. Amsa. Amsa, yeah. Korean DJ, Lilo, and Rapture. Oh, I remember yeah. Rapture. Rapture was pretty good. I think I think you could see Mewtwo King in the audience at some point. That was the one of the things. And they, they I think they had an interview with him. But he's a very awkward guy in general, so I, I, yeah. it makes sense that he wouldn't be there. I like him, though. I like. I think he's a good guy. I was about to say, uh, like, awkward, like... <laughs> um, He's described as a robot, essentially. Uh, yeah, that's okay. what a lot of people say. And he's, <laughs> How flattering! Yeah, <laughs> He, he, doesn't, he doesn't really seem to care about those sort of things. Not to be disrespectful, but he's kind of um, the generic basement nerd? dweller nerd. Oh yeah, that's that's a good description for him, though. I mean, I don't think it's it's incorrect. I think it's just 
exactly on the nail. <laughs> like, um, I, I was watching the Smash Brothers thing, and there they, um, Ken, for example, was, like, because they had interviews with Ken, he described Mewtwo King as everything that the Smash Bros. community did not want to look like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I've seen that quote, actually. As much as I did want to laugh at that, I mean, that's, it's kind of... It's true. Yeah, it's, I don't mean... I mean, you tend to get those sort of people. I think that's unfortunate to hear. But I mean, it's still it's it's still a really good time that I mean, we live in. He's a really in, good like, player as well. You because, know, oh yeah, that's the other thing. He put, he's good he's good at uh, Smash, but not just melee. He's also really good at Smash Four and Brawl, and he's he's just an all around good competitive player. And that's very yes. interesting he a player to of, see. Um, what's what's the one Project M? Uh, yes, he plays Project M as well. Uh, but it's it's a really cool time because you know you can be a nerd like that, but it's also kind of cool to be a nerd. Yeah, like being like the whole yeah. Star Wars celebration day. It's like this huge thing. Oh, and dude, trust me, like I, everyone goes. My like, Snapchat. I was reviewing the entire uh the. I was going through <laughs> the entire trailer and I was putting it on my Snapchat story. So I would get these snapbacks and be like, uh, nerd. So I had to make another snap to add to the story. Would be like, listen, guys, I love Star Wars. There's nothing you can say or do about it. So deal I mean, with it. Nerds don't cool stuff. Frack like, did you guys see, I don't know, maybe Dan saw because you live in Orlando as well, uh, the the cosplayer at MegaCon that went as uh, Skull Kid? He had, like, I didn't go to MegaCon, but I did see that yeah, uh, cosplayer. Yeah, oh, my God. And it was amazing. Breathing. It looks so great. He takes off the mask, and you still, like, he has the yeah, Skull Kid. You see, kid like, face. the beak and it's, the black. It's perfect. Uh, uh, yeah. I, wish, I wish I could have gone just to see that guy. Just oh, to, I'm, just to I see an image asking of him right about his costume. Here. It looks awesome. Yeah. Oh wait, he was on. I don't want to say he was on the front page of Reddit, but he was. I saw him. He was definitely on Reddit. Oh, yeah, yeah, he probably blew up on Reddit. I think that's just something. I think that's where I he saw. He was him. on the front page. <laughs> yeah, I I remember this now. I, it says. If you're I, curious, I'll link it down below. It's really awesome, and it's just like you see a lot of cool things that fans make, and sometimes you see that people are making armor for cats. Oh, I would. I saw that too. Center, <laughs> just like playing this the theme. What do you mean? Like the the theme in the game where it goes like oh Skullkid's theme? Yeah, exactly. The thing that I play all the time that annoys Jake. Dude, I like, I, I love that thing. I like yeah. how on the main picture I find of that skull kid, there's just like a pyramid head behind him just looking at the camera going, You're next. <laughs> and my <laughs> We're hanging out. Oh pyramid head. <laughs> I love pyramid head. <laughs> oh you. <laughs> oh you with your massive sword that keeps on swinging at rugs. Runs away. I was scared of him. But real talk though, Ryu and Smash Bros. <laughs> Ryu, is yeah. I, I <laughs> mean, Ryu or Ken? I mean, there's. I want Ryu. Is it? Capcom does the whole series of something versus Capcom, and I think a Nintendo versus Capcom would be awesome. Or Street Fighter in general. Not that I think about it. Street Fighter versus Nintendo. No, I. I mean. I would love to see it. I just don't think it would happen. Oh, probably. I don't not. want it to happen. Um. So then, well, that's that's the weird thing because like. If Ryu, if it, let's say if the person went to the files, but let's say like they faked going to the files and they just played the music, does that mean the whole Roy is Roy uh, a, a phony as well? I I think we'll see a return of most of the old uh, characters. So like Snake, oh yeah, we won't see Ice Climbers. I can tell you that I want Chrome. Yeah, we won't. We probably won't see Ice Climbers, and we probably won't see the Pokemon. Why won't Chrome be in it? Come back. I mean, but why did they have some... to add Marth when they had Lucina and they didn't <laughs> add Crom? I mean, you get some really interesting. Who wants Crom? Who wants Crom? I want Crom. <laughs> I know, Do you I even know a lot of people who want Crom? I'm just saying <laughs> that. I mean, 
a lot of like you you get some like interesting versus capcoms there's tatsunoku versus capcom which i loved i didn't think i would but i loved it i it was kind of like a risky buy i'm sorry i i'm not aware of it oh it's it's uh it's for the wii and it's probably one of my favorite wii games out there yeah I, I heard a lot of the marvel versus capcoms aren't even that bad i heard they're actually pretty good um, oh i love Adam, marvel versus capcom everyone knows that we play is the best wii game like that's a general fact. What? G- general fact. Is it called sports? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, like is it called no, no, no. We Play? Or we, is it called... play. we play. It's we the one anyway. where you get the free Wii remote with it. Alright. You know? Oh, We Play is a game. Yes. So we not lying. We Play is a game. <laughs> it's called and We it's Play awful. Game with Wii Remote. But it's really good. But it's awful. <laughs> Anyways, getting you... some mixed emotions here. <laughs> Uh, so Dan, we we know you're one of your least favorite Zelda. I think uh, it's fair to say that Phantom Hourglass is your least favorite Zelda. Uh, yeah. But what's your favorite Zelda game? Um, so factoring in nostalgia, it's going to be Ocarina of Time. But not factoring in nostalgia would be Majora's Mask. There's my boy. What a dweeb. <laughs> There's my boy Dan. All right. Do There's you have a door. Do you have a favorite two D? Because I, those were the 3D. Um, favorite 2D? Oh, that's tough. Um, between Link's Awakening and Minish Cap. Oh, Minish Cap. Hmm. Ezlo. Ezlo. Or Link Between Worlds, because I really like Link Between Worlds. Good answer, man. Link Between good Worlds answer. is pretty good. <laughs> I, I keep forgetting that's out. <laughs> I recently got A Link to the Past for the first time on my Wii. I remember you were messaging me about it. Yes. Um <laughs> I I was going crazy because I had seen okay, I had seen zero footage, zero <laughs> gameplay, zero nothing. I had seen Best nothing of this started. game. I only heard the stories. And I open it up and then you have like the scene with the rain and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I that just I, I really uh and then like when you're in the first dungeon, which is in Hyrule Castle, dun, you can hear dun, the rain dun, outside. Dun, 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 dun. You can hear the rain outside. And I just went Ah I'm right now stroking my Wii U. I, I've been keeping it I've been keeping it safe so that I can stream it so that I, everybody can see me fandom at a certain moment. So I've only done the first dungeon. It's really great. But I'm happy. After, I'm happy to I, I will stream it once I have an HD capture card, but yes you, you i keep... really want to stream that game with jake i want to like set that up and start doing streams yeah with you you, if remind any of you guys me. be interested i i, I need to set because i have my my xbox my ps3 set up for streaming i just don't mm-hmm. have my wii u set up for streaming. my wii u is in like my oh. living room so i remember like... we we were trying to set up something uh during the holidays uh probably four months ago i think it was around ago? december, december um, we were we were trying to we were gonna do a we got you got the Zelda Monopoly game and we were or, I think it was oh, yeah. did, I think it was and we were gonna try That's to cool. live stream that. I've been wanting to get never... that, but then GTA happened. Oh, <laughs> GTA happened like a year before that. I what still want to do that live stream though. I still wanna I still Dude, want that to happen oh, at some point. Next time I'm in Orlando, we should definitely do it. Dan, you should join us. I I should hey, join as well. I also have the Monopoly. You do? All right, streaming mm-hmm. at Dan's I'll house. Be right over. Confirmed. <laughs> I got it for Christmas. <laughs> you just hear a knock at the door. I'm here. How did you find hey, where if, I live? If Monopoly is the result, I'll, I'll anytime. Is it Universal Monopoly. Studios Seriously? in Orlando, Pick me up. Florida? <laughs> it is. Well, there's one in Orlando. I think there's one in California as well. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Universal Studios. By the way, uh, Dan, I know... Are, do you remember when we first met? We, went with, we met at the coffee shop with Jake, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 sorry, he wanted to be here, but something came up. I just wanted to let you know. Oh, it's all good. Yeah. He was excited. 
but now he's bummed. Yeah, he seemed like a fun guy. Yeah, he was worried you wouldn't remember him. I was like, why wouldn't you remember you? The podcast we know him as the funnest guy. <laughs> Top Jay ten, according to... Was lame. Anyway, um... <laughs> Adam, you're gonna have fun with that. <laughs> so, Dan. Yes. Uh, I remember... You, I know we, we, we talk about MAGFest a lot, just because it's, it's something that happened a while ago, but it's still, like, there's still some good stories from it. I remember you telling me yours, and I thought it'd be great for you to tell it on the podcast, if you're comfortable telling it. Okay, yeah, I could, I'll, I'll talk it. So, um, prior to MAGFest, like, months before, um, I had plans to go to Pack South, because mm-hmm. um, they were both the same weekend. Um, the first Pack South. And I had... Oh, was it the first? Yeah, it the was first, the, the very first pack. Oh, wow. By That's the way, cool. this is like the stuff that happens when you go to conventions, because I want to talk about this for a little bit, like conventions and whether you should go to them or not. So I think this per- story is going to be a perfect lead in. Okay. So. so um, one of my friends approached me and he was like, hey, uh, we're going to pack South, blah, blah, blah. Um, he's also the other artist on Extra Credits, which I work on. Mm-hmm. Um, but. He was like, hey, we're going to Pack South if you're interested. And I was like, absolutely. So we got a hotel and everything. Um, and I had assumed that a lot of extra credits folk were going mm-hmm. um, just because that was my, like, I don't know. I just assumed that. And flash forward to a week before Pack South. Um, Did you say I that uh, to- you thought he said that uh, the guys in charge of extra credits or something were going to be there i had just thought yeah because we, we have a team of mm-hmm. um i think it's we're at 10 people now i think oh, wow. yeah i think we're a team of 10 we might have been more because i think we might have just picked up another artist oh, okay. um anyways i thought most of the extra credits team was going to go um flash forward uh before pack south like a week before mm-hmm. and i realized like no one's going except one person dan emmons who's like uh, he uh he does the Twitch streams for extra credits. Okay. And Scott wasn't able to make it either. So I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I'm not going to know anyone going <laughs> there. And all of my friends are going to MAGFest, which I had been wanting to go to for years. Um, mm-hmm. So last minute, I was like, okay, well, I'm probably not going to go to Pack South. Um, I'll just give the guys the money for the hotel. Um, so, because I was sharing it with like four or five people. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, here's my share. So you guys can still go. Um, and then last minute, a, um, an old client of mine, actually Mitch, uh, from Game Theme Things, oh, nice. plugging him again, he was like, hey, I have an extra ticket, uh, for MacFest if you're interested. I'm like, absolutely. So he hooked me up with a ticket and then, um, Nicole and John, uh, offered me, uh, to stay in their room and oh, I was nice. like, that's awesome as well because i i knew i wasn't gonna find a hotel when you get or to share with john tron everything's awesome <laughs> yeah um so all i had to do was buy my ticket and then like within a week i got my room ticket and uh pass so it was like perfect uh and it was a lot it was like my first ever convention and it was fantastic i i would do it again in a heartbeat yeah i had a lot of friends that went to magfests last year like my friend sean who goes by rocket dog sean uh, in part of that group, this was his first time going, so he got to hang out with all the other boys, uh, like uh, animator Navarki and this guy Matt Vargas, and my Porter went for the first time too, and we he did. Yeah, I got to meet Porter. Speaking of Porter, did you guys see his recent Game Grumps animation? 
from today, uh, yeah. I, the thumb thing. Oh my god. I I will say. <laughs> oh, is there one out today? Yeah, there one out today. He he made a tweet oh, like, "Oh, Star Wars. Like, you think your reveal is great? My video is even better." And then... <laughs> so good. <laughs> it had me in tears. Uh, basically. <laughs> if, I mean, I gotta watch. If that, someone gets thumb sur- cosmetic thumb surgery to get breasts added to their thumbs. Yeah. It's a, what? It's a Game Grumps animated. It's it's, oh, it's pretty god. funny. Porter does amazing work. If you haven't checked out his stuff, check it out. It's <laughs> he's he's great. He's probably it's one of my charming. favorite three. It's animes. just yeah, so great. Mm-hmm. But um, you uh you graduated as an animator, right, Dan? Yeah, I I I went to UCF for computer animation. Um, oh nice. So jeez, I, you I, guys I are all so old. <laughs> yep, you're, so you're young. Yeah. <laughs> wait, how wait how young are you? <laughs> How young are you? <laughs> how young are you? <laughs> how old are you? I am, I mean, I am how 16 old young. I'm 73 years young. Thank you. <laughs> I am no, 60, 16 I don't know why I said it that way. Just <laughs> I, the way Al, we were talking. Al's the okay. youngin' of the group, but he's yeah, all right. I'm six, 16 youngs old. 16 youngs. Yep. <laughs> okay. Good. I'm a um, little tadpole. But Adam, you kind, of, you kind of brought this up right before Dan was going with his story. You were talking about, um, like worth going to conventions and stuff like that like, yeah whether it's it... it's worth it to go to like this year i didn't go to magfest last year i did and i didn't feel like i missed out on anything except for that that skull kid thing but other than that the people that went said it was like eh they said it was less crowded than last year which is a big problem are you talking about magfest uh, uh i'm sorry not yeah, magfest, MAGFest. Megacon. wow there you go because i'm like <laughs> yeah, magfest, magfest is worth it all the time <laughs> and i'll <laughs> no, tell i wish yeah, i went to magfest great. if i did i would have seen dan again yeah yeah well, actually, I probably wouldn't have known you then. It's it's funny because this is actually a conversation between a, mm-hmm. a few friends of mine, uh, Paulson being one of them, uh, the animator Screwits. Uh, mm-hmm. We were talking about going this uh, this last Magfest, but we didn't end up doing it. And then there was all this talk about like people not going and stuff. But then mm-hmm. it just and it's like what reasons to go? Like oh, people wanted the animators panel, or like it, which turned into the sleepy cat yeah. panel with the sleepy cat. By the cat. way, speaking of people that I didn't know that I would have seen, I was walking on campus today. Mm-hmm. And I saw a professor. Uh, professor she Dumbledore. Past. We made eye contact. No, no. We made. Mm-hmm. She like we were walking past, and she looked at me, and I looked at her, and I knew her because she's actually a cosplayer, like a big time cosplayer, at uh, Dragon Con. She does a Samus Aran cosplay. She does this whole thing, and it was just so weird, just like because she, it was just like, That's pretty funny. seeing real people outside of convention is just strange, but also kind of cool. I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was. No, yeah, that's fine. To... That's that's interesting. We see people in their real life. Right, yeah, just like totally costumes. different. Nobody knows. Just like I'm a huge. Nerd. Yeah, I'm sure Dan walks out every day. And <laughs> who's this guy? Like no, one no one knows exactly that I'm just a normal person. <laughs> Does but anybody like, want Al's guide for Western European convention going? Uh, a guide? No. But talk I talk like you're out something. of the country. <laughs> Right. So in Western Europe, you only have stupid little conventions that are all the same, except for the really stupid little ones. Those are different. Um, I went to a stupid little one once. You have the stupid little big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, if you're slightly interested in otaku or geek culture, go to those. You'll have a blast. That's what I did. I had a blast the first time. And then like. Three years on, I went to it again, like, last March. And it was just like, seen this, seen this, seen this, no activities. Okay, I'll go home. Done. <laughs> Nothing. But I mean, like... I, bored, I was bored off my ass. 
I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, if I think of uh, conventions in Europe, the first thing that comes to mind is like Gamescom. Yeah, like... I've I've been to Gamescom as well. Gamescom is an experience because I, you know, I I say shitty little conventions. I really mean shitty little conventions that are like one things that day. are just like one one room in a hotel and that's yeah, it. yeah, something like that. Um, um, those exist. Yes, yeah, they do. Yeah, they, that, um, those are. I think those are kind of like startups though. Like, oh, yeah, we, but we hope to enough, grow bigger uh, in the future. Strangely enough, those are more interesting because those often have the very core group of people that are really dedicated into the whole fan group and stuff. Right, right. And I've often noticed that, like, I went to a really small one, like, extremely small, just started up, like, the second year or something that it did it. And it was a lot of fun, like, Pokemon tournament, all that kind of crap. Like, everyone mm-hmm. was really playing dedicated and nice. I always thought it was weird to do tournaments at conventions. I don't know. It's like, I went to a Smash room once, and I was like, why am I here? <laughs> Dude, I think that's... A, I don't know. That sounds like, like, not bad. It's a good idea for, like... I would be all for it. it if I had the time, like, during a convention to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty new to the convention scene, so... Oh, oh but anyways, I really actually... Much. I always just, like, wander around, because I'm bored. I'm like, I wish I wish I had something to do. I, I want to yeah, bring this up because one of the main reasons why people go to conventions, like MagFest in particular, is because like it's panels. Well, not just panels, the friends. Like all your friends are going there just to hang out. It's yeah. a big party weekend. You hang out with all your guys, all your girls. Especially if you can drink. It's more, MagFest is a big dude. Think about how many parties people have in their rooms. Uh, Dan, did you go to uh? I think it was Niles' room or something like that. I forgot. Someone had a no. room with full of I, red cups. Well, do you know, I know Cassie, right. Wait. who's been on the podcast before, she had uh, like a room in a party in her room, and I just saw the pictures and was like, "Damn it, I wish I was there." <laughs> Those were the real parties are happening. My brother actually just turned twenty-one today, so yeah. uh, happy birthday to my brother for you guys. Happy birthday! His, his name is also birthday. Dan. He doesn't listen <laughs> to you. Oh. He's not a big nerd like me. But yeah, every every night at Magfest there was parties that I went to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I mean, like that. I think literally you could do the exact same thing anywhere else. Like in the states, and all as long as everyone's going there, like then you're fine. It doesn't necessarily have to be Magfest. I mean, if let's say, I, which would, it probably is going to be for however long Magfest is going to be, um, let's say they decide, oh, animators panel is going to happen next year at RTX or something like that, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, okay, let's get the game groups there. Let's also get John Tron. Let's get all the other cool guys. Let's get normal boots. And then people will start talking Anders. to each other saying like, hey, I'm going. Are you going? Yeah. yeah I want to go, but do you want to go? I want to make sure that we're all going. You know, like we're all going to like try to go together and like... Exactly. Like, the, the, you try to make it a meetup, like a good reason to get together with people. I honestly and, think the one of, that's, that's the, one of the key things of going to conventions is to have fun with friends, especially. Do you feel like it's a good place to make new friends? I know oh. a lot of people sometimes... Yeah. It's, it's nerve-wracking yeah. to make friends. Like, what do you think is a good suggestion to like find people that like are like people that you're gonna want to talk to and hang out with and stuff. Like you see someone like they're like I like a game like you're going to like the the normal boots panel or something and you see someone there and you're like like you're sitting next to someone waiting for the panel to start and you're just like you you do like you want to talk to them yeah and like all right well I mean that's a you get a fifty fifty chance there because let me tell you about an experience of mine. So oh really yeah this, let me tell you about let me tell you about something that happened to me. <laughs> all right wow. so like at concerts. Like I, I I went to a few shows like this last year and I I met some really great people in line like we were just talking for like we were waiting in line for about like two hours and so I just met some really great people you know they live like around the same places I did so you know we got together later and it was fun but uh that's like different type of like crowd I, when I went to play Smash Bros at Best Buy during like the time where they had it for oh out, yeah those people are chatty cafes well uh, some of those people <laughs> were great but there was this one guy. 
who happened to be standing right behind us. And he happened to be the most outrageous guy in line. I could tell he did not have any, like, you know, social... He did not... He just didn't have any social uh, awareness. Like, he didn't Mm -hmm. realize what he was saying around other people. And, you know, he was just... He was just very open about a lot of things. And it like was what? open, o- open <laughs> it, says a it lot. It was just yeah. really. I don't want to go into detail with it because it's it's a little inappropriate. But it, it was really awkward for us. Then he started, you know, he was getting into our our my group of friends. He was just saying things. At, he would overhear our conversations, add mm-hmm. his two cents. Uh, you know, we we'd end up acknowledging him. You know, just you know, we don't want to be rude and stuff like that. Right. So Make eye contact, a kiss, yeah. just once. <laughs> Please, just I don't even want one. to think about it with this man. <laughs> um, and it good. It just, Sometimes Never leave me. It's a 50 chance. Uh, I don't want to say, don't be the one to start the initiate the conversation, unless you know what you're getting yourself into. Like, choose your friends wisely. You know, mm-hmm. look out in the crowd, like, make sure you have, like, your binoculars and your cool guy radars ready at... at if, you get, if you see a boy with a sweet smile if and you see a guy named sideways, Adam, probably Dan and Jones. he has a badge saying, from Zelda Informer, don't walk to him. Or not. But if you see Dan Jones, <laughs> and he says, I do cool things like scribe, uh, then be friends with him. Probably not Dan Jones. Actually, all I do is walk around and say that. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dan I Jones. Cool I do scribe. Hi, Dan Jones. Scribe. Dan Jones. Scribe. 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 Dan Jones. Scribe. Obviously. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dan Jones. Scribe. You just yeah. walk up to people and you like the shrug, like, huh? Uh? <laughs> <Subscribe>. <laughs> like, but like you channel. assume they know you. Or if anything, if you're meeting friends there and they're bringing other people, like you can talk to their friends, like and have them. That's <laughs> no, also don't talk point. to their friends. That's insulting. No, don't. All right, let, just I'm don't cross bring, the border of the relationship. Be friends with other friends so and make friends like wrong. that. Necessarily, yeah. you don't need to go out. Just be a good person. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> then you'll make friends. Don't be See, awkward. There's, there's there's a big difference between Dan. Europe. You say that with such a sweet. And such a sincere, like, tone. Just like, don't be a, just be nice, man. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> but there's the big difference between Europe and America. In America, well, United States, I should say. I've heard um, about that. Just most like a... people are really social. Like, everybody just starts talking to each other. Are you guys like, not you're... social? In America? No. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. In Europe, and especially Belgium, people don't even look at each other when they cross each other in the street. Like, yeah, I heard that. When like people a... don't know each other, they just walk past each other with Ow. their eyes straight in front of them. Like a Ow, I went to Belgium last year, and I had a great time. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Look, He's not saying that you can't have a great time. He's I... just saying that people won't talk Chris? to you. Chris? What? I Belgium went to... is I... one of those countries that, on the surface, it looks really nice, really cute, really I was fluffy. inside of that place. It looks really nice on the inside, too. Yeah, but I mean, the, the people, if you go down deeper... What, do you think it meant like their, a flyover? ...into the political system? I can link... I'm going to link a video oh, about... Oh, in the political system? I don't... I have to worry about Adam? the American political system soon. Let's, We're voting let's, for president Let's get next off year. this topic and let's get back to conventions. Yeah, okay, but I was getting to conventions. The people don't talk to each other. If you mm-hmm. don't know people, you don't talk to each other. I'm not the biggest social guy. I don't have Nobody that many makes friends. friends in Belgium. I don't have that many friends IRL, while a lot of the other people do. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, that's why, because you use phrases guy. like IRL. No, that's mean, Chris. No, <laughs> that's why you don't have any friends. Adam, you're my friend. Quiet. <laughs> I am your friend. No, but Al, like, dude, like, it's, it's there's, I can think of two friends that I have that go to conventions with me. It's, it's full stop. I, I, it's, 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 that's all I do. Like, it's my girlfriend and then, like, my friend. Like, my one friend who's called Brian. Hey, Brian. <laughs> my one, my one friend who's called Brian. His name isn't shout Brian, but Brian. I call him Brian. <laughs> Yo, shout out to my friend Brian. I call him Trench. Shout out to Brian. 
Bry guy. And guy. <laughs> third wheel? Third wheel? Come along, third wheel. So... <laughs> it's terrible things you can say. Yeah. But I was getting back to the Al's Guide to Western European Convention. Is there a Zelda convention? There's like Zeldathon. I don't know. There's, is there like a Zelda? Oh, Zeldathon Zelda is not a convention. However, if they if they turned it into one, that'd be great because then I could but show they up sit there. In a, they sit in a hotel room playing Zelda games. How is that not a convention? For like seven days a week. I, it's awesome. It's all, all right. Alan, when we'll when talk people about sit in the hotel room playing Smash Bros, it is a convention. What? Huh? What? I just did what? a quick search and. There are none. There are no Zelda conventions. No Zelda Boom. conventions. Boom. We need to fix this. Dan, I mean, we're going to host the first Zelda convention. Right. Well. Zelda Con 20. We're going to be the new Dash Con, but, but Zelda. It should be, it should be we're really going to have a cool. ball pit and everything. I mean, you, oh, can, yeah. you can recreate, like, the milk bar or something and then sell milk or drinks like that. Milk with like, alcohol inside. Have... Let's just say no, it's, it's milk. <laughs> Tell them they need a special member's head. Also, if you're 21 and over, check around in the local area. You might find some cool geeky bars. I know there's a few nearby. Uh, there's the geek easy for us Dude. and Claire. Oh, wait, have you been to... I guess you haven't. Oh, yeah. Which one? In the United States, you need to be 21 to um, drink beer. Yeah, I'm 16. And Cloak I'm and Blaster? I have not yet, but I've heard about it, and I want to go. It, I've, I've only been, like, two times now, but it was amazing. I, they had, like... I saw pictures, yeah, it's like... The second floor is just, like, uh, you know, like, Xbox PS4s or whatever oh, is nice. all set up. And, <laughs> Xbox PS4s. Um, they have just couches and stuff, and then we... And then they have, like, board games and stuff you can rent as well. So, oh, like, nice. last time I was there, we played, I think we played Settlers, and then we played... Uh, I've never played Settlers um, with a ton. Uh, Cards Against Humanity as well. And all their drinks are themed. So, like, the first few drinks I had, one was called a Screw Attack. <laughs> oh, that's um, awesome. One was Leliana Song from Dragon Age. <laughs> nice. And stuff like that. Like, I love it. Uh, one was a White Walker, which is very good, by the way, <laughs> I recommend. It's got ice cream in it. Oh, nice. It's like a, it's like an alcoholic float. Yeah, nice. Pretty much. Awesome. Why is Europe so? But yeah, if you if you if you are thinking of starting a business, please start a geeky bar wherever you are. Because yeah. people will love it. It's great. It's geeky a cool bars time. are great, especially you know, the in only, areas with the, a lot. Of that's what I mean, people. though. Being a nerd now is kind of cool. Like you can be a nerd and go to like a cool bar that is for yeah. nerds, in the but it's also an States. awesome bar in the United States. In yeah, Europe, because it isn't. <laughs> USA, USA. It really isn't. We love our international. You get shamed audience. if you're a nerd or a geek really? or anything like that. Yes, that's hmm. unfortunate. That's interesting. It's really it's become kind of a cultural trend, I think, in the U.S. Where you know, being a nerd is yeah, just even the hipsters kind of want to be nerds now. Yeah, Look with their me. mom jeans. <laughs> I'm sorry, high waisted <laughs> pants are just mom jeans. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's fine. But if you do. Don't wear them. They're terrible. It's okay. Hey, mom jeans are great. Tunics don't look good on everyone, and neither do mom jeans. Yeah, mom jeans are Dan, I saw your mom jeans before. They look great, dude. <laughs> what are, what are, I have what mom are, jeans? What are mama really, jeans? I really want to draw a picture of Dan with mom jeans on now. What dude. are mama jeans? I don't have the hips for mom jeans. What are mama <laughs> he's, jeans? He's got, he's got the brains for it, let me tell you that. Man. What are mama jeans? Mom jeans are really are high-waist pants. Oh, he doesn't really <laughs> have American jokes and such. Yeah, so... <laughs> Chris, did you it's explain fine. dank memes? I've heard that. I'll everywhere. link a picture of mom jeans are. down below for I don't those want, of you who are interested. I don't interested. even want to remotely talk about dank memes. <laughs> what are uh, they? Let's pass over the dank <laughs> what memes. What are dank want... memes? <laughs> They're not worth our time. Yeah. That's that's what they are. <laughs> what is Good this? Definition. A picture graph of Minish? <laughs> yeah. I... Okay, go away, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you, any of you see the uh, the reviews or anything about Daredevil? Uh, uh, no. I, this one this reviewer named Adam told me it was great. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. 
Yeah? Yeah, it's really good. I have not. Next topic. <laughs> that was our daredevil discussion. Jeez. Oh no, brutal. I, actually, I saw a few scenes that were posted online. Uh, there was one that was like an, an ode to like uh, an older film. It was just like the the hallway fighting scene or whatever it is. I that's oh, posted yeah, yeah. online. You can watch it there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually pretty badass. I like the way he fights and stuff like that. It's like he ha- he's relentless to these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's really cool because every fight feels so important. It feels. Like it's it's a series that's focusing more on vigilante justice, uh, so vigilante which is heroes, the best like, kind of justice. But but uh, the thing that makes it so intense is that every fight, it's like he's going to either die or kill the people that he's fighting. You know, that's like that's just the nature of it. like not actually kill, but he's gonna like knock them out and stuff. But he's gonna beat them senseless, and it's he just he he gets beaten up. Obviously, he's a normal person to 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 some degree, so. Every fight like takes a really big toll on him, and it's like they don't they don't like hide or shy away from like how violent and how difficult it is to actually be a vigilante. Like how right. much of how much pain you would have to go through like doing crime fighting, essentially. Like it's, which it's is kind a, of a lot good... if you didn't know. Well, no, it's just kind of a cool. It's kind of a good and realistic lesson because you know you have had people who in the past couple of years have started to become vigilantes. Uh, like Adam. Ever since like movies like Kick Ass and uh, things of that nature started to become more popular, what's up? Is he blue? He's not blue. Davidita, He's red. Davidita, Davidita. <laughs> also, can I say that I I hate this sort of trend in like superhero shows and stuff where they're like they won't. It's like give you an example. Uh, in a show like Daredevil, they'll be like, he's some kind of devil. He dares to fight crime. Oh, what a daring devil that man is. Oh, so it's like the, yeah. the, the, the I don't want. Would you call that a cliche it's or a trope? It's, it's become it's it's become it's kind of a trope. Imagine if like, imagine if in uh in Legends of the like, he's he's something that bonds the chains of Hyrule. He pulls us together. It's almost as if he has courage. It's <laughs> like, like I don't know. Zelda, she's so wise. Oh, That's... I hate the powerful Ganon. Like I, I we should all that. cower in his. I see how avoid saying the word "link." Ah, it just drives me nuts. It's sleazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like sleazy. Well, sleazy. This is me trying to be American. Sleazy. <laughs> it's like the grease like, lightning guy accent? going up to someone yeah. going. Al, what's the mo- let's down. buy gas and have steaks. And... Al, what's your what's the most American thing you you, you could say? <laughs> With an American accent. Um. Uh. That was good. No, yeah, that was, that was, sweet, was pretty dude. American. That was great. <laughs> Expletive. <laughs> Apple pie. Oh, sorry. Oh, shut up. Apple pie. Is American is apple is, pie. Get is it. apple pie even American? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Anyway. I, okay, the most American thing I can say is probably going to be Texas related because that's what everyone always comes up with is Texas related. Right? Like, really? hey, cowboy, how you doing? That's, uh, I don't I mean, know. If you want. Texas is only one part of the U.S. That's like, I know, but everybody, like, like, 49 okay. other parts. <laughs> <laughs> you can literally, at, at least. The, your, the, the European view on America is Texas. I don't, I don't <laughs> it's just, about, just cowboys and, and waffles and steakhouses. <laughs> we get waffles diners. from you guys. What are you talking about? Belgian waffles? <laughs> are you kidding me? I was talking to, uh, I was talking to Mick Fur. Uh, about like he was like, 
like it was it was the morning for him, but it was sometime in the afternoon for me, and I was just like, "Are you having Belgian wa? Are you having some Belgian waffles?" Ha ha ha. You want to know the official name? Which me and him, it's just been this back and forth of terrible puns. You should. I don't know how it gets started, but that's just our 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 conversations, just puns. It's you awful. Should, you should puns like, are the way of the future. <laughs> puns are the way of the future. Sword dank memes. Okay. <laughs> you you oh, should no. call them Liège waffles because they're I think actually from. At that time, we should start wrapping up. Mm. So uh, I want to thank speak. you guys for joining me. What? Let me speak. We speak. Okay. Speak. Okay. You should call them Liège waffles because they're actually from Liège. Oh yeah. On point. Al strikes again. Hey. Well, on that note. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me. This is kind of a shorter episode. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you to Brandon once again. Hey, let's talk about how long it's I'm sorry. been. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> just busting your I'm balls. just being rude. Thank you once again to Brandon for that opening theme song. And uh, this this ending theme song is brought to you by Jeesh. It's the Hero of Time remix. Once again, we're featuring that because I love it so much. Uh, if you songs. have any of your own theme song submissions, topics, fan art, anything like that, Please send this to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. That's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Al, Dan, Chris, for joining me this week. It was a Thank fun you, episode. Adam. Thanks, man. It was fun to be on. All right, here. guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey. Back to the Shadow Realm. Watch out.
Well, excuse me, princess. Hello, Hylians. Welcome to the Weekly Wiki, where I read you a section from our site's encyclopedia of all things Zelda. This week, Rededs. Rededs are recurring enemies in the Legend of Zelda series. They are highly emaciated, undead humanoid creatures, closely resembling zombies. They are found in dark and distant locations, such as hidden grottos and dungeons. Rededs are capable of completely halting the movement of their prey with their gaze. Concurrently, they emit blood-curdling screams to terrify their unfortunate victim. They will then close in on the stunned victim, and in most games will attach them to drain their life energy. Rededs are considered to be among the most terrifying enemies of the Legend of Zelda series. For more information on the Living Dead of Hyrule, visit Zelda Informer's wiki page at zeldainformer.com forward slash wiki. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Wiki. I've been your host, The Gossip Stone. Until next time, adventurers.